So we are today's daf is one second daf lamid uh, lamid test. We started a new pair. We're starting a new pair today, and we do a review of yesterday's daf daf lamid ches, and get, then we'll get to today's. We're learning Lili Nishmas, Moshe David Ben Naftali Yosef Alevi, and Karina Basvizev, and I forgot everybody else, but whatever. Okay. So we started off with the, uh, the, the doors of Nikonar and how that there was a miracle that happened with the doors. Very interesting story. The miracle was, is that he went to pick up these doors from Alexandria. Um, apparently, um, I, I made an observation that uh, you can get a lot of things in Alexandria. <laughs> All kinds of stuff are available in Alexandria. You never know. Anyway, and he picked up these uh, doors, and on his way back in the oceans, so uh, there was this major uh, storm. They had to lighten the boat, and they threw one of the doors overboard, and um, and it was still bad. And they needed to throw over the second door, and he's and he grabbed onto the door, held on, and he says, "If you throw the door out, you're gonna have to throw me with it. I can't. I'm not. I, I'm not giving up on this door." All oh, right, right. It's interesting. Um, you know, uh, Hashem didn't give them a chance to say, okay, <laughs> well, they throw everybody. That's yeah, not a problem. Um, uh, before that happened, that caused the sea to, to, to calm down. Uh, but he was still felt terrible about the missing door. And miraculously, miracle of miracles, when they came back to the shore in the port of Akko, so they found the other board floating along the 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 water, which is not natural to be floating, it's a metal door after all, but uh, it made all the way uh, the journey, um, either that way that's version A or version B. Some sea creature swallowed the door, and then brought it there and spit it up on the shore. Either way, they got they retrieved both doors, and that's why even when they changed all the doors to. Um, to gold, they left these. They left this door, these doors intact. We uh, Shlomo Melech referred to these doors in the in the pasuk. He says Rahitenu Birosim, that it's Rahitenu is the word for doors is Biris Yam, the covenant of the sea. Anyway, um, there's a few other possibilities why they never changed out these doors. Either because it was extremely shiny copper, so it would look very impressive, or um, Rebbez Ben Yaakov says it was a special type of copper um, that was as bright as gold. Okay, and that brought us to the next thing: the people who are we're, we're in shame. Okay, we remember them not for good, and that's the house of Garmel who wouldn't teach for Meisalach Maponim that they had a special knowledge in the house of Avtinus who wouldn't teach. Maisek Torres, Hugris Ben Levi, who knew a special song, special way to sing, and nobody uh, never taught anybody else how to do it. And Ben Kamsar wouldn't teach um, about the way that he wrote Hashem's name. Um, for the first group, it's Zecher Tzadik For the second group, it's Shemir Sham Yirkov. So what's the story with Beis Garmo? They were experts in Maisek Lachma Panim. They didn't want to teach it. So the Chacham said, okay, we're going to try and break the monopoly. We'll go to Alexandria. They got some expert bakers in Alexandria 
who came and they knew how to bake exactly the same, the lachma panim, but what they did not have was the knowledge of removing the um, removing the, uh, the, 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 the the loaves off the wall, which is another skill set. And the difference was in the heating system. Did they heat it, cook it from the outside and bake it from the outside? Uh, or was it baked and heated from the inside? And uh, that was the difference. And it, it made it a better quality by the difference. And therefore, they said, you know what? Since it's an inferior quality, we'd... Um, let's go back to Beis Garmo's situation. And they did, but Beis Garmo was like, I'm not coming back. Till they doubled their wages, used to be twelve uh, mana, and they had to double it to twenty-four. According to Rebbe, it was twenty-four, and they doubled it to forty-eight. Chum said, "Why won't you teach it to anybody?" So they said, "Look, we have a tradition. Um, our tradition is is that uh, this house, the base of Mishnah, will be destroyed, and someone um, maybe will who's not appropriate will learn um, and." and, and uh, use it for Avodah Zarah, we're not interested. We want this skill to be limited to the Beis HaMikdash. Um, one thing that we do mention, Beis Garmul Shvach, for praise, praiseworthy, is that none of their family members ever ate white bread. All the bread was black bread, dark bread, that wasn't, everyone, nobody could mistake that it was, uh, that they were eating Lechem Aponim in their sandwiches. And that's the fulfillment of the verse of Yisim Nekim Yashem Yisrael. Next one was the house of Avtinas. They didn't want to teach about the Ketores. The base of Tinas were expert in the story of the Ketores. They didn't want to teach anybody with Chacham sent for experts from, Egypt, from Alexandria in Egypt. And by the way, I do have a theory. I, uh, I might have t- said this in, uh, where is it? In Shkalim, this whole Gemara? Um, uh, that uh, that the reason why there were experts in Alexandria is because of the base Chanyo, right? So the competition base Amigdash they had they had to have all the same skills over there. So it could be. Anyway, they got these experts from Alexandria. They knew how to do pitum Ketores, but what they did not have was one ingredient, which was the Mala Oshan. And because of that, the difference is is that the ones of Avtinus's house would billow up in a straight line. It's like a, the smoke went straight up instead of billowing out like it did by the... Um, uh, but like it did by the people from Alexandria. Because of that, they said, look, the world was created for God's honor. We'll reinstate the base of Tinas. They used to pay them 12. They had to double the wages to 24. Or they used to pay them 24. They had to double the wages to 48. And um, again, the Chacham asked them, why wouldn't you teach it to anybody? They said, we knew that the Beis HaMikdash, we have a tradition. Beis HaMikdash is not lasting. Somebody will learn the skill, and they'll go and do it for Avodah Zarah. At least we know that it's safe hands with us. What we mentioned them for good also, is that they know there was never a bride that came out smelling good in their house. And when they marry a, a woman from another house, they never they made a condition that she would never use perfume, um, so that nobody should suspect that there's um, that they use the mitzvahs for their wives, um, and that's a fulfillment of the Yisim Nikiim Me'ashem Umi Yisrael. So that's the story with that. 
Um, story, a few stories. Uh, Rabbi Shmuel said that uh, one time I was going on the way and I found uh, one of their grandchildren and um, I gave him a Moshashmus. I said, look, your fathers wanted to increase their honor and minimize the honor of Hashem. Hashem's honor stays where it is and your honor is lost. Rabbi Kiva said, I heard from Rabbi Shmuel ben Luga one time he went out with one of the grandchildren and they were in the field and they were gathering up grass to eat and uh, I saw him crying and then laughing. And I said, why are you crying? So he said, because I remembered my father's tremendous honor that they had, that's gone. And why are you laughing? Because Hashem will eventually return it back to us. What reminded you of the both things? I saw Malash in front of me. Show me it. Sorry, but no. We have a tradition, we have an oath never to show it to anybody. Rav Yochanan and Nuri had a story. One time he met up an elder who had a uh, a scroll with the with the recipe in his hands, and he said, "Where are you from? I'm from Bisaftinas. What's in your hand? The recipe. Show it to me." So he said, "Look, as long as I could trust my family, um, and the family was intact, and we could and we'd keep the secret well, fine. But we never gave it to anybody. But now I'm giving it to you, and you be careful, because I see that our, my family is not what it used to be." And when that word came back to Kiva, so he said that after they were willing finally to give it back, we cannot say anything negative about the family of Avtinas anymore. And as I said, based on the story that, you know, when you, we can learn a very valuable lesson regarding what, uh, that basically nobody can really take away what, what's coming to you. If you're expecting a certain wages, they, and they try stealing it away, they will call you up and invite you back and give it back to you. And that is the way it is. Um, and they'll give you back your own thing. Nobody touches what's meant for somebody else. Um, we went through the story of Hugras ben Levi. He uh, had a, a major trick that he was able to put his thumb into his mouth, put his pointer between his, you know, on his lips, above his lips, and make a sound that was so impressive that the people standing next to him would, like, had to jump back and, um, from the powerful noise. Uh, ben Kamtsar never wanted to teach them Isaac They said about him that he was able to write with four special, four kolmusin, four um, quills uh, between his fingers and write Hashem's name all at once. Um, why wouldn't he teach anybody? Um, everyone else gave a good answer, he, except for him. And uh, the original, they said, it's Zechert Tzadkevracha, but for Ben Kamsar, Efechaveirov, it's Shem Risham Yirkov, which means, the Gemara says, that the, that should be rot on the name, meaning that the name should fall into disuse. And basically, that's the idea that we specifically do not name people for Rishaim. Right, um, and uh, it's interesting that uh, there's a few interesting names that uh, that somehow developed among secular Israelis. My wife has a cousin named Nimrod. Okay, Nimrod. Yeah. Nimrod. Why is that? It's a popular name because when you learn the Chumash in a in a very superficial way, Oh, sounds like a good man. Gibor. Gibor. Right. I want my son to be. 
Right, exactly. That's a, um, when you know a little bit what it was all about, you start thinking that that was a poor choice for a name. That just means they rebel against the secularism. What? That could mean they rebel against the secularism. Right, well, it could be. Right, exactly. You could take it a good way. I, that's nice. Anyway, um, listen, people name Avshalom, and, you know, like it said, because they go by the, by the word, right, exactly. Uh, so anyway, point being is that's the concept though it's not the name for bad people question was is that we find that there was a story of this fellow whose name was Doeg ben Yosef and he was measured by his mother as he grew every inch she, you know, she gave more that, that weight in gold and, um, but uh, when the enemy um, you know, uh, attacked and there, were, there, were, there, was, there was starvation she ended up slaughtering the child and that's what that was part of the lamentation of Yermia, terrible story, the baby who's measured in tefach and every handbreadth was, was another donation to the temple. Bottom line is, is that uh, yeah, the Baruch HaKodesh said that that's because in Yerag, B'mikdash Hashem Kohen V'navi, they had to come to them, they did unnatural sins that caused an unnatural result. Okay, anyway, Point being, though, is, is that you see they use the name Doeg, who was known as a Russia. Nevertheless, yeah, you see it didn't work out so well. So there is an Indian, okay? This kid didn't go to whatever. It, 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 wasn't a, it wasn't a good name. Okay, next thing we talked about, um, Rebbe Lazar says that uh, is interesting idea that a tzaddik is from oneself, um, he, his righteousness is, is expressed, but a rasha is from his friends, that his evil is expressed, which is interesting, and that's why it says, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, singular, and by the Rishaim, it says, Bishem Rishaim, meaning from the combination of Rishaim Yirkav. So that's interesting. Ravina said to one of the rabbis who was arranging the Agarata, he says, how do you know that Zechar Tzadik Levracha? So he's like, what do you mean? It's a verse in Mishlei, Zechar Tzadik Levracha. Yeah, but where's the Torah into it? Because the Pasuk says, Hashem Omar, where do we see it manifest? Hashem Omar, Mechasani me Avram, Hashem Yaisa. And as soon as he mentioned Avram, it says, Avram, he's going to be a great nation. He teaches his children, whatever. So you see, the, once you mention the Tzadik, you say Bracha towards the tzaddik. Um, and, how did, and what about Shem Risham Yerkov? Also, it said, once we mentioned Vayel Atzdom, it said right away, Vayel Rav Chatoim Hashem Od. Rebbe Lazar said, a tzaddik can dwell amongst two Rishayim and still not learn from his, their deeds. And a Russia can dwell amongst tzaddikim and still not learn from their deeds. Um, after all, the tzaddik was like, the example of that is Havadia, who lived with Achav and Izevel. And the Rasha that lived among Sadiqim is Esav, who didn't learn from his great surroundings of great people. Okay, Rabbi Lazar says, from a bracha of Sadiqim automatically comes out a curse to the Rishayim, and vice versa. And uh, that's what happened. Once we talked about um, Hashem's love for Avram and for his great deeds, so right away it says afterwards, Zakastomba Rabba, look how bad. The contrast is accentuated. And the same is true in the reverse circumstance. Uh, when he says, Right away it says, God spoke to Abraham. Okay. 
Um, next thing we saw is Reb Lazar said that even for one tzaddik, the world is created, as the pasuk says, "Va'aralokimis or kitov," and the word "tov" refers to a tzaddik, as the pasuk says, "Imru tzaddik kitov." Um, forgetting one thing from what you learned, Reb Lazar says, is what causes exile to one's kids, one's children. That's what the pasuk says, "Vatishkach Torah salokecha." I'm going to forget about your children, which is Golos. Rabbi Vo says that you're taken down from your great position, and you, if you're Moes in Das, so Hashem is Ma'asta Michaeli. Um, that's a Pasuk. Okay. And Rabbi Chibar Abba said in Rabbi Yochanan, the Tzaddik doesn't die until there's going to be his, another Tzaddik in his stead, and that's Vizarach Hashemesh Uba Hashemesh. Before Eli's star faded, um, the son of Shmuel, you know, but, you know, rose, and that's the story. Rabbi are very few, so he made sure that there should be available in each generation a tzaddik, and that's the pasuk. That even before a tzaddik, one tzaddik, the whole world remains, as the pasuk says, tzaddik is olam. And Rabbi himself says, "Ragli chasidov yishmor," which is so. What do you mean? Chasidov is plural, no, but it's written chaser, so it's chasido. Um, next, we saw as Rabbi that once a person made most of his life, he's more than halfway, and he didn't sin. He's not going to sin anymore, and that's and he's protected from sin, and that's the pasuk of Ragel Chesed Yishma. Rav Shilu says it's if they had an opportunity to sin twice, once, and he held back and a second time, so he won't sin anymore. He already has it's already his minute. You you know the you pass the test, and Hashem protects you from such a virus. Pasuk says in the late Yalitz la Navi Mitenchein. Um, which teaches us that um, that if uh, that if you're coming to be metame Hashem yalitz, He will avail, He will make you make it available for you to balatame to to make yourself impure. But if you want to become pure, then not only will He make it available, He's going to help you, He's going to assist you in that. And that's a, a mashal, a very interesting mashal about a person who's a storekeeper. He sells gasoline and he also sells uh, perfume. When the man comes to buy gasoline, he says, it's in the corner, help yourself. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have anything to do with it. But when it comes to the perfume, he's like, let me measure it out for you. And that's because this way he gets the added benefit of the smell, of the pleasant smell. Uh, the school of Rabbi Shmuel says that uh, a sin can stop up one's heart of a person. And that's the possible, it says, which can be read as vinitamtem. Um, uh, uh, the rabbis learn a person is metame himself a little bit then he is, becomes very tame um, if it's down here it's metame upstairs and in this world it's metame and it works also that way for Kedusha as well if he's makadosh himself a little bit then it will then it'll become very kadosh if he does it down here then it will be kadosh upstairs and in this world, for the world to come as well. And that is where we left off at the new Perak. And that is the end of our review. And.